Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Late on this Friday night. It is really late. It's like 9.30. That's really late for me. may not be for some of you, but late on this Friday night. And I'm still supposed to have uh, the day off from the radio show. I did have the day off from the radio show, but there is no way that I could not bring you guys an episode uh, talking about the two critical, and I'm using that word honestly, I think, critical commitments that Ole Miss got via transfer portal I guess they're more than just commitments. I mean, these are guys that are going to, I assume, be uh, moving to Oxford and enrolling in very short order to get involved in the summer program. And assuming that both of them are done with school at their previous spot, because they should be. Anyway, point is, I couldn't not talk about this with you guys, so it would probably be a little bit shorter one tonight. But hey, um, today and yesterday, this week, we'll call it, um, was a critical week. Huge is another word that you can use, whatever adjective suits you best. But this needed to happen if Ole Miss was going to reach even just their over-under win total of seven and a half. So let's hit the over and go to eight. If Ole Miss was going to win eight games this season, you know, barring catastrophic health, I suppose, but they needed to add bodies defensively, Um, personnel and experienced personnel as well, if they were going to reach their potential as a team. They they were desperate for specifically defensive line help, and they got it this week. This was a huge, and I would like to think, maybe you guys disagree with me on this, I would like to think that I am pretty honest when it comes to Ole Miss sports. I think that I do a pretty decent job of keeping it real when it comes to things that are good and things that are bad. Uh, however, in this case, this week and what happened this week, I think the only way to categorize it accurately is to call it huge. This was a huge week for Ole Miss football, specifically Pete Golding's defense. They needed what happened desperately, desperately, and I'm using that word accurately, at least I think I am. They were desperate for defensive line help. Not only did they get it, but they got um, not just warm bodies. They got experienced guys who have played a lot of football in their time that can come in and help this team right away in a position of most desperate need. So let's talk about it. Again, my name is Michael Borky. Please follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. And if you're listening to this uh, on the website in uh, your search browser, we appreciate you checking out the website. But pull out your favorite podcast app, search Rubber Report, leave a rating and a review. So let's not waste any more time. Stefan Wynn is the first one. Defensive tackle. He's 6'3", 305 from my neck of the woods, Anderson, South Carolina. I'm from just a little bit northeast from uh, where he's from. But he comes to Ole Miss via Nebraska, via Alabama. So there's the obvious connection there with he and Pete Golding. He spent four years uh, under Pete Golding, transferred to Nebraska, played more at Nebraska than he did at Alabama, hit the portal again. Now he is off to Ole Miss. And, I mean, there's a theme here with Ole Miss's defensive line, but but to keep it to this one player just for now – he has 
been in a college program, one of, not one of, the gold standard of college football. Maybe that guard is changing, but that's for a different episode. The gold standard of college football had him for four years. Then he played in the Big Ten for a fifth year. So this is a guy that is that has five years of experience and age in a college program that has now been added to Ole Miss's defensive line room. And and look, I, I had somebody text me and say, well, the stats don't really blow you away. Well, he played a lot more at Nebraska and, and was good and effective there. But, uh, I mean, y- y- when it comes to defensive tackle, I don't think they were necessarily desperate for a starter. But are you really going to turn your nose up on on a reserve from Alabama to come be a reserve for you? I, I wouldn't. Um, it's an experienced guy, spent a ton of time, obviously, at the college level, and in a perfect addition for a defensive tackle rotation that is really, really thin. And so now when you look at it, depending on what defensive front they're going to run, you've got the assumed starters in Harris, the NC State transfer, who, again, looked really good in the spring, uh, J.J. Pegues, Jamon Gordon, who has been in your system for uh, a little bit now, and and, and now Stephon Wynn. Uh, and, you know, there are other bodies there as well, but in terms of guys that you know what they can do and you know they've been in the system and you know that they can play, it, it changes things a, a little bit. And now when you pair that with the Georgia uh, Tech transfer, Akalo Stone, and suddenly you've got um, – well, he's an end. We'll get to that in a second. Well, we'll get to the ends in a second, focusing on the defensive tackle. But suddenly now you've got a rotation of four defensive tackles that – that you feel okay about, you feel certainly better about uh, than you did going into the week for sure. Quality, depth, experienced depth, veteran guy, older guy. Uh, I would expect to come in and acclimate right away. I would expect him to fully understand what Pete Golding is asking of him considering the four years of familiarity playing under Pete Golding. Um, they, they needed defensive tackle help badly. They got defensive tackle help, and it's a, a guy that is filled with experience and uh, played played a good bit for Nebraska uh, last year. The, the stats at Alabama don't um, really jump off the page at you, but was effective for, for the Huskers a year ago at the defensive tackle spot. So there's one, there's another, and there's a theme here. And we'll get to that after I tell you that the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you are a Mississippi business and you need office technology, anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage, data security, IT projects, phone systems, if it's tech, if it's in the office and you or your business need it, check them out. ABSMS.com, Advantage Business Systems. Tell them I sent you and you'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So what you need, what your budget is, just tell them and they will find a solution for you on me at absms.com. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. 16 locations they have scattered across the state of Mississippi. And uh, they have more than just simple online banking where you check your balance. It's a one-stop shop. You don't need multiple apps to execute their online banking with Priority One Bank. They also have local loan servicing and decision-making, so you don't need to hop on Zoom to get a loan and get that loan serviced. Again, 16 locations across the state, Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. Isaac Ukwu, I believe is how you say his name. I pulled up one of his podcast episodes earlier, uh, and by earlier, I mean hours ago, and that is what it sounded like they said. And so we uh, we will go with that. The defensive end from 
James Madison. He was first team all Sun Belt last year. Uh, he had seven and a half sacks on on 40 tackles this past season in just 11 games. And for what it's worth, um, according to the football database anyway, at the FCS level uh, back in 2021, remember James Madison made the jump from FCS to FBS. He had nine sacks uh, the year prior. But he is, a uh, he's again, an all-Sun Belt player, a guy that Auburn, for example, really, really wanted. Missouri really wanted him. Um, a, a lot of people, and you look at his highlights and you can see why. Uh, he looks like an instant impact player. Now, there is a jump from the Sun Belt to the SEC. Of course there is. But uh, look, I, I think some of that is overblown slightly. No, the Sun Belt is not the SEC. I'm not saying that. However, there are quality, really high quality football players uh, at the Sun Belt. And, and if you're, you're a first team all Sun Belt caliber player, and multiple SEC t- teams want you. It stands to reason that you can play at this level as well. Ask Troy Brown. Uh, I mean, Troy Brown, especially had he not been injured, clearly was ready and capable of playing at the SEC level, despite him spending his time at Central Michigan uh, before he he went to Ole Miss. Um, most people think that Ukwu, I, I hope I'm saying his name correctly. Again, I, I swear that's what they said on the podcast. So I, I will get a correction at some point, but... um. The, this apparently is a guy that they believe can do the exact same thing. And speaking of veteran guys, he has been in his college system for quite some time at, at James Madison. He He's a vet. He's an experienced vet. He's a guy that a lot of people wanted. I expect him to either start or be heavily featured in the rotation right away. Uh, he's seemingly too good to not be on the field. Ole Miss needed pass rush help, especially because even though, you know, you like what you've seen from Cedric Johnson, he's had trouble staying healthy. I think Cedric Johnson can be an NFL guy, very similar to Tavius Robinson, uh, but he's got to stay healthy. Uh, You know that that Jared Ivey can do some good things, but this gives you somebody that, that can really rush the passer. And that's something that this Ole Miss defense has lacked, or, or at least on paper has lacked up until this point. And and again, you add him with uh, the aforementioned Akalo Stone also at defensive end with the aforementioned Cedric Johnson and Jared Ivey. And, and now you look at this group, you know, on paper, they got significantly better. And what's important is the experience. So Ole Miss has added four defensive linemen out of the portal. In this cycle, Josh Harris, Stone, Ukwu, and, um, oh gosh, his name's escaping me. It's late. Please forgive me. Uh, Win. And and all four of those guys are incredibly experienced. I mean, it's not like they just added, you know, Stone hasn't spent as much time in college as the other three, but it's not like they just added a dude – that went to Texas A&M, didn't record a stat, and then went to Ole Miss. I mean, these are guys that have been in systems for years, like multiple years, uh, and have tape that you can see playing at this level and even at the Sunbelt level. It's it's fair to question the portal strategy sometimes because sometimes it is risky. It is definitely risky. It, It was in this cycle as well. But now when you look at this defensive line room, you've got a, a veteran in Cedric Johnson, now a veteran in J.J. Pekis, a veteran in Josh Harris, 
Ivy has a full year of experience at Ole Miss under his belt after being at a Power Five school. Uh, you, you've got Wynn, who's been at has spent five years in college. Oop, it's spent multiple years in college. Uh, this defensive line room, while while maybe not being filled with like the super duper high end talent that you see at places like Alabama, now suddenly is filled with guys that have depth. And experience, it's an eight deep. And I didn't mention Jamon Gordon, and you know he's been around a little while as well. It's suddenly you're you're eight deep in guys that have played a lot of college football, and that matters, and that's significant. And I think what happened this week with these two additions, paired with what else they've done on the defensive front in the portal, will lead to wins. I mean, th- this was a winning week on paper for Ole Miss. We'll see if they can acclimate, if if they transition well to the SEC in one of them's case. But on paper, Ole Miss got much better, much better defensively this week on paper. We'll see if it translates. But they were desperate, desperate for defensive line help, and they got it. We'll, we'll see what it means, but... This week had to happen. If they were going to reach their goal as a team this year, it had to happen. They had to have it. Pete Golding had to have this one, and they got it. It's a big week. Um, It cannot be understated how big these two pickups were for Ole Miss's prospects this season. Um, There's a lot of experience on this defensive line now. A lot of experience. That matters, especially at this level. And when you've got guys cycling in and out, getting hurt, stuff like that, you can keep fresh legs, that kind of thing. I mean, it just it means so much. You guys know that. I don't need to talk to you like you're my three-year-old, but you get it. Big, big week for uh, for Ole Miss. So I'm going to go to bed. I appreciate you guys, and I'll talk to you again uh, very soon. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.